Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Today's share is being sponsored by a great friend, Yehuda David, otherwise known as Judah. Happy birthday to my wife. Finally! Somebody. I mean, nobody's wife has a birthday. What's going on? Happy birthday to my wife, but it's the big 5-0, and his wife happens to be my wife's first cousin. We wish her bracha and hatzlacha. We all do. So, tremendous mazel tov. Uh, Rabbi Isai, very interesting email today. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's huge. And I'm not going to say his name because it's another anonymous guy. Although you could probably figure it out from the email. But please, stop sending in these anonymous emails. I, we want to know who you are. We wanted to put a, a face to the email so we could get to know you. I'm a former fitness model who's currently been watching your full share every day for the last four months. I used to be very religious <clears throat> when I was turned off the derech by going to yeshiva. Again, it's all the yeshiva's fault, where I had a very bad social experience with my peers in school, skipping around here. One day I was doing a job in Williamsburg, next to Yochanan. <clears throat> I see Zan today. Baruch Hashem. We had enough. With that was happening and I started driving home crying. I passed by a shul where I dive in Mincha and Meyer for the first time in maybe three months where I met a very nice Yid, maybe it was Yoichanan, who knows, who sat me down and told me that Hashem always wants a connection with me. From then on I realized that if I want to do tshuva or something that should last, I need to have some structure, some commitment. That's when I started to listen to your full shir. I found out about it when I signed up for the Eight Minute Daf at the Siyam Daf Yomi Yerushalayim. I've been doing the daf, watching shears, and easily digestible way to keep me connected to Judaism. Thank you for producing your great content, despite sure the criticism you're getting to do the, It's easy to digest, great for enticing people into taking part in the great regulatory study. Not as scary as looking at your full 45-minute daf share. Keep doing what you're doing. This is a young kid talking to me over here. Keep doing what you're doing. When you get criticism, that's oftentimes one indicator that you're on your way to changing the world. And at first, nobody likes change. Once again, thank you so much, and please keep it up. And then he goes on to say that he has over 500,000, even for like Facebook, that's a ton, I don't know. Called, oh, you froze, say it again, 500,000 He has 500,000 followers on Facebook. Uh, called Alpha Aesthetics. But I currently upload kosher fitness and self-improvement content. So Bukitsa, he wants to donate his time to get us out there on Facebook and TikTok and LinkedIn and, and Twitter and YouTube and Kitsuri he says nobody's doing anything on these kind of platforms. It's mamish a shame. There's a billion Ellie, people out there. Ellie, you should do a TikTok video. The what is video? Yeah, I don't I'm not a, it doesn't sound very good. It doesn't sound kosher to me. PPS I want to talk about this PPS thing he's saying here. I am currently a few months behind where the rest of the world is in that cycle. Hopefully after Erevin, I will skip ahead and jump to wherever the world is at this point. You know, there's a bad, bad thing to tell me. This means that I most likely will not see if you read my message on LiveShare for quite a while. All the best, SK. Not USK. There's another SK here from Borough Park. Not him. That, that's somebody I know also. He also wrote me an email. We'll, re we'll read his one day as well. So I just want to address this for a second. And that is that Rabbi Isai, some people get on the train at a different stop. 
So it doesn't mean that we have to make the seum all at one time. So if you just started Erevin, if your name is Ian Meltzer from South Africa, you just started Erevin, don't feel bad. You'll make your seum at Erevin. It's fine. And I see Michael Cohen. Show my lady, Michael Cohen. Ah, now I could say a good cheer. Haven't seen you in a month, two months. Where have you been, my friend? All right. So... You hear what I'm saying? You started Erevin, you finished at Erevin. If you want to make it up, whatever, but don't jump off the bed. He's saying he's not going to see us for months. He has to catch up on brachas and Shabbos. Hashem Yirachim, you know what that means? We'll never see this guy again, Chas Shalom. That's what the Yitzhar does. Hey, catch up to... No. You started Erevin, you just continue with everybody else. If you have extra time, you throw in a dafir, dafir. So you won't make a seum with everybody. In Met Stadium. You'll make your own seum. It'll be, it'll be, <coughs> it'll be more special because... During the, the scene when everybody does everybody makes a scene. You'll make your own scene on Erevin. You'll invite the whole world then. All right, <clears throat> we're holding. <clears throat> what happened here? <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> sorry. We're holding Dafyut Chesom the Beis. Lilin Nishmas Imi Merasi Rusbos Mordechai. Six lines from the bottom of Amr Bimri Ben Elazar. So we continue Agata. Let me tell you what's going on here. We're going to do Amr of Agata, and then we're going to jump right back into the sugya of Erevin. We're going to come out of it and go back into Agata for another day and a half afterwards. The kids are, we're mixing it up a little bit here. V'amar Rabbi Yimri ben Elazar. Another Rabbi Yimri ben Elazar called Ba'yish and Ishmaim Ba'yidivri Torah Belayla. A house that has Torah learned in it at night. And Rashi says, literally, the sound of the Torah goes very distant at night. Shuv enoi nechrav. The house won't be destroyed. I want to say, I haven't seen this, maybe it means in our day, there won't be an issue of kids won't go off the Torah's road, they won't go off the derech maybe, if there's Torah at night. Learning Torah at night, you're not going to ask, where's Hashem? Not going to be a problem. That's what it's talking about. Where's Hashem? Is Torah's road? Could be. But anyway, there's a, there's a tremendous Indian to learn Torah at night in the Shulchan Aruch, in, in the Rambam. You, know, you learn Torah at night. Once the Bishamikdash was destroyed, you don't have to use the four letter, the Yudke Vavke, name of Hashem, do it too. Shenemar. Koyla Neshama, until. The Churban Abayas, we had the Koyhanim Nebis Amigdosh, they used Shem Hashem. Yudke Vavke, it's four letters. Afterwards, it says, Kol Haneshama Tahalil Ka Haleluka. So, Ka is two letters. Kol Haneshama referring to every person, they'll use the two. Taisa says over here, interesting shot from the Rabbeinu Hananel, the Karibe Haneshama, Bedogish. In other words, it's a it's a play on words. Instead of Haneshama, Haneshama. When there is destruction in the world, in other words, after the Chorban, we are going to use the Yudke instead of Yudke Vavke. If Babel is cursed, in other words, Chutz Laaretz is cursed, so then its neighbors are cursed. But if Eretz Yisrael is cursed, then the Neighbors get a bracha. That what? We had this pasuk discussed it once. 
that bubble's going to be desolate. There's going to be crazy wild animals over there. So if there are wild animals in Bavel, Eile Rasha, Eile Shechino, says Rashi, the animals will start invading nearby countries. But if Eretz Yisrael is cursed, and his Baruch Hashchinah, the Chsiv, the Samti Shomim, Le'i Hasode, Dav Yutesam Dalev, Lematoi Karem. In other words, after there's a Churban in Eretz Yisrael and they come back, so the, the neighbors receive a Bracha because of Eretz Yisrael. That is the Shevach, says Rashi, that Eretz Yisrael gets. When people see, oh, if we're getting a bracha because of Eretz Yisrael, you see that Eretz Yisrael is so important. Look, HaKosh Baruch is nothing like human beings. If you're a king, a guy, they're bringing him out to the gallows, has nothing to lose, he's going to be cursing out the king. First of all, he's going to complain about what they're giving him. I don't deserve to die, he's going to say. Plus, he's going to curse the king out. You can't do anything to him. What are you going to do? You're going to kill him. He's dying anyways. So what do you do? They shove a piece of wood in his mouth. Kedesh Kalas HaMelech. Means HaKosh Baruch Hu. HaKosh Baruch is different. Adam is chai ba'riglamokoim. If he has to be put to death because he was over on a very shoysek, he's quiet. Shendamar. L'cho dumiyo sihila. He's going to be completely quiet. V'loi oid. Not only is he going to be quiet, but he's going to be praised HaKosh Baruch Hu. Shendamar. Tihila. If a person dies by Yisurim and he takes it upon himself, like all Yisurim in this world, you take the Yisurim by Ahava, so it's like a makri of a carbon. So the Gemara now is going to translate every one of these words. Guys walking by the valley of Bacha. Bacha is just a bunch of trees. Mayon. Yishisu. So he has like a, a well, a spring. Yishisu. Gambracha isyat moira. So the, the rain will make it a, a bracha. So the Gemara says, It's not just a person that walks by. It's a person that disregards the Baruchah. Amek, the depth. Shemamikim lem gehenim. So there's different. Different floors in Gehenna. The lower you go, the hotter it is, the closer to the fire, the worse off you are. So they make it deeper for you. Send you down an elevator a few floors. Habacha, so bacha is a tree. The Gemara darshans it like crying, like with a hay. Shisin is in the base of Migdash. We had this, uh, we learned about this extensively in Kachim, but if you go up the ramp, uh, the Mizbeach, so right over here there are two holes and uh, they, they put the uh, wine the libations into the holes and the holes, it's like a drain on the Mizbeach, I don't know if you could see you're certainly not going to be able to see the two holes but they're right here, on this side of the Mizbeach that didn't help much listen to this Guy in Russia did a lot of Averis. But when he sees the truth after his death, he's matzik the din, he says, I deserve this. He says in front of everybody, 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 you did the right thing, I got the right judgment, where I deserved good, I got good, where I deserved bad, I got bad. The Rishayim deserved Gehenim. Says the Gemara Eini. 
How could that be that they say such a thing? Listen to this crazy idea. A guy is dead. Dead. He sees the truth. There's nothing but truth. There's only MS up there. But he's so involved in his, in his Gashmias and his Taivas that when they show him the door to Gehenim and they show him the fire, he still doesn't take it back. He doesn't regret anything. What's Hapoishim B? So Gemara Darshan is the word Hapoishim. That they're continuously doing pshia, they're continuously doing avera. They're dead, and they're still being poishei. How's that possible? So it should say shepashu be that they they used to do bad when they were alive, but hapoishim be poishei after you're dead. The point is that in their mind, in their neshama's brain, they're thinking, oh, I don't care. I'm not doing tshuva. Says Gemara. So if they don't do tshuva. So why are you telling me that everybody stands up there and says Hashem is right and everything does is great and, and I, we deserve this? It just says over oh, they don't do tshuva. So, so which one is it? You're talking about goyim and yidin. Jews take it back, not non-Jews. You have to explain it because otherwise the contradiction between Rishlakish himself. So we have to understand this as well. The Gemara says. That there's no Gehenim for even the sinners of Klai Yisrael. So it doesn't mean literally the zero Gehenim. It just means that the Gehenim is not going not gonna to rule over them. It won't be a very long time. They might get a little singed in there. They might go in for a few minutes, but not forever. And I have a Chaymer from Mizbech Hazov. From Mizbech Hazov. Oh, well, you know what? Once I have this, I might as well show you on this. Here's the Mizbech Hazov. If we're talking about the Mizbech, very good. We're talking about the regular Mizbech right over here, the giant one. So, uh, wrong way. The Mizbech Azov is in the Heichel. We spoke about him. That's where you do the Ktaris. It's a tiny guy. It's not even the height of a person. So the Mizbech Azov, think about it. There's a very thin layer of gold on it. Omad Kamashanim is there for hundreds of years and nothing happened to the gold. The fire of the Ktaris didn't destroy it. Poishi Yisrael. The sinners of Klai Yisrael, Mitzvah's Karima, and every Jew has mitzvahs full of mitzvahs, like a pomegranate, Kepel like a pomegranate is The empty people, those Leidegeirs, they say in Yiddish, right? Leidegeir means emptiness. The empty guys that have nothing in their life, yet we call them. Malay Mrs. Kareem, every single one of us gave tzedakah and did this and that and, and help. So there's many mitzvahs that we have. So I feel you Malay Mrs. Kareem, Allah has come of So certainly, we, a Paishi Yisrael, the Gehenim shouldn't be shoyled. If a Mizbeach that all it has is a little bit of gold, the gold is able to protect it. So certainly, a Jew that has all the mitzvahs that's a much more chash of a thing than gold, certainly the, the mitzvah should protect it. The small little tesis on top, very interesting. I thought it was a cool thing to know. Teima, the Masechus Chagiga, it says the top tesis. Salamandra. Salamandra is an animal that's created from fire, and its blood is fireproof. <coughs> so the Gemara over there makes a kavachaymer. So what's tesis kasha? What does tesis want? Okay, so in Chagiga they do the same idea. Tesis is asking. It seems like from over there that only Tamad Chacham, who learned Torah is alive, did all. So he's protected from Gehenim, a Kavachaymer from the Salamander. 
But a Paisi Yisrael should be protected from Gehenna. What's going on here? Says Taisa Yisraelim and the Paisi Yisrael Pnei Mashchirim. Says Taisa, what the Gemara over there wants to say is that they, they're, they're not, they're not, um, they're, so, they're so protected from Gehenna that nothing happens to Tamil Chacham. Whereas a Paisi Yisrael is protected from Gehenna not before he gets singed nicely. In other words, so this guy is running around Ganeiden, learning Torah with everybody, but everybody looks at him and he has a black face, and they understand right away that he did a little stint in Gehenna. He was there maybe for 10 minutes, but 10 minutes is enough to give him a nice, a nice tan, a nice singe from the fire. Well, he just went through a whole Pasuk explaining each, each part of the Pasuk that... Uh, they, they, they go in there, they, they say, they, what's, what, what do we learn over here? What's, um, it says in the Pasuk, they get a deep Gehenim. So what are you telling me they don't have Gehenim? says Gemara, Yes, they get a din that they deserve Gehenim. So they go into Gehenna. Avram Avinu goes out and chaps them out of there. Doesn't say anything about payas that's reserved for specific uh, Rabbanim. I don't know what. But Avram Avinu grabs you out of the out of Gehenim. There's one exception. A Jew that had relations with a Gaya, Avram Avinu doesn't say him. Why? The Moshchar Lasoi Something happens to his bris milah, it gets covered, his arla gets covered, and Avram Avinu cannot recognize that he had a bris milah. He cannot recognize him, and if he can't recognize him, he can't pull him out of Gehenna. So being boil a goya is a bad thing. Saying there's, there's worse things, Eshesish uh, is worse. There's other things that you can think of that are much worse in terms of Arias. Yet, Goya has a special thing that he's not going to recognize. He's not going to be able to pull you out of Gehenim. Masculine Rav Kahana, Hashad Armas, Hapoishim, the Pashiva Ozli, Elamato. So, you want to tell me the, the, the whole proof is from the word Poishim. That after their death, they continue to do Pshia. So, the word Poishim means it's continuous. So, if so, Elamato, Siv, Hamoitzi, Vamala, Kushbarhu took us out of Mitzrayim, and he can. So he continues to take us out every day from Mitzrayim. So if you want to give it to Russia, yeah. He took us out back then. We still fi- feel it today. But that's not the Pashup Shad. Pashup Shad is he continuously takes us out of Mitzrayim. But that's the way to talk in Lashon Kaidish. You say, he, he's taking us out of Mitzrayim. Meaning it happened thousands of years ago. But we, we say he's taking us out. So Pashim, he, he continues to, to, to do Pashia with us. He continues to be Pashia. Not a, a person continues to do Pashia. Even though he's dead. So it means it happened way in the past, even though it sounds like it's in the future. So too, Paishim says the Gemara doesn't necessarily mean that after they're dead, they continue to deny Baruch Hu, they're not scared of Gehenim. It just means in the past they were like that. Another one. That's very typical of the Gemara. Once you mention uh, a Tana and a Maira, just keep on going with whatever sayings they had to say. 
There are three entrances to Gehenim. Echad Bamidbar, one is in the desert of Echad Yam, and one in the ocean. Vechad Yerushalayim, Bamidbar Dechsev, by Koyrach, it says, Vayerduhem, Echad Shalahem, Chaim, Sha'ila, as we're going to see soon, Sha'ila is a name for Gehenim. Bayan Dechsev, Mi Betin Sha'il, by Yoyna, Shivati, Shamata Koyli. Again, from the stomach of Sha'ila, where was Yoyna? In a fish, in the ocean. So you see, Gehenim is in the ocean. Yerushalayim Dechsev, Numa Hashem. Asher Urloi B'tzim B'tanur, it's a nice oven, B'yushalayim. B'tanur, Rabbi Shmuel, Asher Urloi B'tzim Zoi Gehenim. It's referring to Gehenim. B'tanur, Rabbi Shalayim, Zoi Pischa Shoi Gehenim. The entrance to Gehenim is in Yushalayim somewhere. B'suleka, V'omar, Reb, Morion, Omar, Rabbi Shobin Levi. V'amin lo, Tanur, Rabbi, B'morion, B'dvei, Rabbi Yochim, Zakai. Shtet, Himrois, Tomorrois, Yish, B'gei, Ben, Hinoim. There are two palm trees in the valley of Hinoim. Hinoim. So, Begay, Hinoim. Ben Hinoim. In the valley of Hinoim. Smoke comes out from between the two trees. Interesting. In Mesechtas Sukkah, it says in the Mishnah that the lulav that comes from Harabarzel is kosher. It's a little different than a regular lulav. It's referring to this tree. That had, that's by the uh, by the entrance to Gehenim. So what's the question? So you see that there's actually four entrances. You have Yerushalayim, Midbar Yam, and now you have the two trees. So the Gemara says, okay, maybe those two trees are in Yerushalayim. It's not a cash. Amar Yishuv and Levi. Shiva Shemi says Gehenim. Gehenim has seven names. Ve'eloed, Sha'il, down real low. Ve'avdoin, like a loss. Uber Shachas, a well of destruction. Uber Shain, Vititayoven, this is like quicksand. Vitzalmavis, the shadow of death. Ve'eretz Hatachtis, the low, the, 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 the land that's, that lays really low. Shoyel Dixiv, Mi Betin Shal Shivati Shomati Koyli, that we had already in Yaina. Avadoin Dixiv, Hayisupar Bakever Chazdecho, and Munoscho Bavadoi. So, Ganim is called Avadoi. Okay? You're not, we're not going to allow the Chassid to see Gehenna, Shachas. There's only seven. What you forgot the main one? What about Mr. Gehenim that everybody uses? It says the Gemara Gehenim is not in a pasuk. It's not what it's called. The reason why it's called Gehenim, Gay, it's deep like the Valley of Hinnom, like we had before the Valley of Hinnom. Shakol Why do people go to Gehenim? Al iske Hinnom. It says Rashi Hinnom is Arias. Most people go to Gehenim because of Arayis. What about, there's a word called Tafta which refers to Gehenim. Tafta is a lotion of giving in, being seduced by the Yetzer. If you're seduced by the Yetzer, you fall into Gehenim. If Gan Eden is in Eretz Yisrael, I know where it is. It's in Bet Sha'an. The entrance is Bet Sha'an. In Arabia, if you think Gan Eden is in the, one of the Arab nations, base Gerem Pitzchot. 
Vimbelanaharesu, and if it's between the rivers, the maskin piskoi. So his opening is in Bay Dumaskin. Bibavel, if it's in Bavel, Bibavel says the Gemara, Abay Mishtabak Bepari the Mabri Yimino. So this is interesting. How does this fit in here? Lukhairo, Abay is saying that I think that the entrance, I think this is what he means, that the entrance of Ganeden is the Ma'abri Yimino on the right side, the north side of the Euphrates. Why? Because it has such good fruit there, must be. That that's the entrance to Ganeda and Rava Mishtabak Bepered Arpanyo and Rava says no the entrance is by Arpanyo. Ubeneim oh so Raboisai here we go going back into Erevin. So it was great when it lasted it's coming back though. Ubeneim Kimlo Yishtei Vakois. So we're talking about Pasibi Rois and the Machlag between Rameir and Rabbi is. What's the distance between the Dumden? According to Rameyer, it's 10 Amois, which equals two groups of three cows. And here's a picture of what Rebuda holds, two groups of four cows. But there are two groups. Says the Gemara. Now, in the mission it says, Kshurais, they are tied. They're bound together. And what's the Lashen? Velai... And they're not untied. As the Gemara Davi's question, isn't that a double ocean? Since I know that they're tied, it's literally a double ocean. Obviously, they're not untied. Maybe I didn't mean literally you need to tie them. Like they're tied. In other words, they need to be tied together. They can't just be loose cows, because loose cows will add up to a lot more than ten amas. You got to get them in together, put their, their necks together in that, whatever, that, that device. One, one group of cows go, is coming out and one is coming in, which tells us that now we're loosening it, loosening it up a little bit. It's not exactly tight throughout, it's tight, but then we give them a little space so that they could come out. So this is called soichakois. These are ames that are not 100% tight, like otzev, just a little bit of revach. Tana rivka nechneses, rivka yoitzes. It's coming to exclude that it's not referring to every cow. One is going in and one is going out. One is going in, one is going out. That would be a lot of space. We're talking about two groups. One group is coming in, one group is coming out, so it tightens up a lot more than if you said each one is coming, right? Because you need room. If they're coming in and out, they're not walking together. You need a lot of room. But you need a lot less room if there are peers. Three, three, four, four. Torah Abana. How much does it mean that when we said in the Mishnah, you, have to, you can't put the Dyumdan that close to the well where it is less than Roisha Veruba. You have to have the majority of the cow and said, so that you don't by mistake carry into Rosh Hashanah. How much is that? Doesn't say in the Mishnah, but I'm telling you it's two Amas as the Braisa. When you tell me you have to have two groups of three cows, six cows, what's the width? For me, Panovich math, it makes more sense for me, I don't know, you can do, all do it in your own way, maybe there's easier ways, this is what I was doing to myself today, if you do one amma and two-thirds, 
times two is three ama and a third. So that's a lot easier for me to handle. Two cows are three and a third. So therefore, six cows is three times three and a third, which equals exactly ten. Three times three and a third is ten. Rather than doing six times one and two thirds. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, and if you do eight cows, so now you have to add on one more two and a third, which equals, I'm sorry, three and a third, which equals 13 and a third. So in other words, according to the mayor, just, this is Panovich math, forget it. According to the mayor, 10 amos. According to Rabbi Yehuda, the distance between the human can be 13 and one third amos. And now we are turning to that Yutesim Bays, sponsored by Asher, Lili Nishmas Rosebas bin Yamin, and by Dr. Listhaus, Lili Nishmas, Marcha Yosef, and Aaron Listhaus. And Asher tells everybody, make it a great day. Zogdi Gemar, Shenke Eser. So it's almost 10. The Gemara doesn't like this. What do you mean almost 10? It's exactly 10. If you do Panovich math, it'll come out to exactly 10. It's like 13, 14. We know exactly what it is. It's 13 and a third. So why does he want to say 13 and 14? It's exactly 10. Because in review this is 13, it's not 13, it's 13 and a third. So you need to be consistent. You, you try to memorize these Mishnahs about Peh. You didn't have a Gemara in those days. Everything's about Peh. So everything has to be consistent. The, the language, you can't go, you can't jump from language. So that, it just, it flows nicer. But wait a minute, it's not 13. It's 13 and a third. It says 14. But it's not 14. Okay, Davi's answer. There's no real good way for the mission to say 13 and a third. Okay, that's way too confusing. So it says 13 and 14. You get the idea. It means somewhere between 13 and 14, which means 13 and a third. Okay, got a picture here from Kolalosh. Uh, and I like these pictures. I don't know if they come out nice in, in, in YouTube and whatever, but here's the picture. I just added the blue line. So if the actual well is 8 by 8, and a cow takes up two amas, we just said a cow, Roshivirub is two amas. So you need to add, right over here, you need to add two amas for the cow to fit in. Two amas on this side, and two amas on this side. A total of 12 amas. That's why I put 12 amas here. 12 amas, but you have to take off two amas because the dumdum, each dumad is an amma. So 12 minus 2, you're left with a 10 amma gap. If there's a 10 amma gap, says the Gemara, there's no machloikis at all. You don't have to insert anything in this gap. Right? Because yesterday we were t- saying that you, you have to put a, a flat piece right over here. You don't have to do anything because it's only 10 amas. 10 amas is good anywhere. Even forget about a, a bar in the middle of Rosh Hashanah. But even in your backyard, uh, in, in any, any Rosh Hashanah, 10 ama gap we always say is okay. It's kosher 10 ama gap. More than 10 amas is a problem. <clears throat> You know what, I, I see Dr. Epstein, I forgot, what's, what's Dr. Epstein's, what's Rita's uh, name? 
We'll do Lilu Nishmas because yesterday was the end of Rishloshim. Avi, send me her. Reza Gittel. Bas. Bas Zav. Her Nishom Shinav and Aliyah. We miss her very dearly. And it's good to have you back, doctor, with your nice, clean shaven face. All right. Omra Pabash, when the Kulamali pleaded the Ibn Pshutim. The Barsh demonstrated the Kulamali pleaded the Ibn Pshutim. Now, if the bar itself, forget about everything, the bar is 12, so you have to add four amas, right? Yeah. The Kuli Almeloi pleaded the Ibn Pshutim. So when you're 14 amas, no. 16 amas, sorry, 16 amas. Where are we? Bebar Shtemesring. You have to add two amas on each side for the cow to fit. So it's 12 plus 4 equals 16. What's your gap? 14. If you have a, a, a 16 total, if this blue line is 16, my team is too wide. Even according to review, this is too wide. Why? Because review says you're allowed to go up to 13 and a third. 14 is too wide. So you have to make some sort of fix. You have to put another piece of wood in the center. You know what? Hold on a second. Let me see if I can grab that picture from yesterday. Good thing I didn't put it away. Here we go. This is a pasha. This guy right over here. You have to make some correction. It's not good enough to have a, a dumit here and a dumit here. You have to make a correction right over here. A flat piece. It's not an L shape, but it's a correction. Shmoyne equals 10 for us, right? Mishmoyne at 12 to 14. Sorry. 12 to. No. At Shtemesre. Kipligi Mishmoyne at Shtemesre. Lurimeyer binim pshutim. In other words, anywhere from 10, when you have 10 opening, until 13 and a third. That's, that's where the Machlokis is. Lurimeyer binim pshutim. Rameir says you have to fix it. It's too much. It's 13 and 13. So what's Rapapa adding with this whole thing? Tanina. It says in the Mishnah that you have these cows. So what exactly did, did, did he add to us? Well, we didn't know how wide a cow is. He never heard of the Brisa, the width of a cow. He doesn't know that a cow equals one and two thirds, which equals 10 amas according to Rameir and 13 and a third according to Rameir. All I want to say is that the halakha is like the b'raisa, that we should know the proper width. Says the Gemara, Arich, Yoiser, Betzel, Chitzas, Chotzer, Shiyopsha, Simen. So, the Gemara is going to give us now six questions that Abaya asked Rabbah. Just to give you a little of background there. As we know, Abaya was a Yosem. Asher Becho Yerucham Yosem. He grew up in Rabbah's house. Rabbah was not his father. But Rabbah was his Rebbe. Obviously he was in his house, he taught him all the years, but it was, he was actually his Rebbe. Right? All those Gemaras. Amrli Aim, L'chairetz, Rabbah's wife. I don't know for a fact, but it seems like it was Rabbah's wife, unless they hired like some sort of caretaker, but it, it seems like it was, she was a very smart woman, she keeps on saying stuff. So, probably, she, she's probably Rabbah's wife. Anyway, so Abaya asks his stepfather, Rabbah, so a bunch of questions, a series of questions here. What happened here? How come I don't have it now? Mm, not good. Okay, maybe I didn't print it. 
So, if the Dubin is supposed to be one Amma wide, an Amma by an Amma, instead of doing an Amma by an Amma, he went ahead and he extended it, let's say, two Ammas by two Ammas. Is that okay? Instead of making the correction, instead of putting this guy to correct it, he took this guy and attached it to the Dumid. Is that okay? Now you have a wider Dumid. What do you gain? You gain that you don't have the gap. You don't have a puzzle gap. You don't have a gap that's 13 and a third, more than 13 and a third. But on the other hand, it's not so noticeable. Says the Gemara, Lurmeir Mahu. Omerlei, Tenisu, what's the problem? Rabbi tells Abaya, this is exactly what we learned. It says, You should add, you should make a lot of pasin, a lot of simple pieces of wood. By love, the mark Doesn't it mean in the Mishnah? That you extend pasim, you should extend the dumid. Instead of it being one am long, make it two am. Loy the mapish va'ovid pshutim. Mapish means you're adding new ones. Yehochi says, Rabba, hayo bavachi yarbe bepasin. The Gemara is saying, instead of Rabba, bavachi yarbe bepasin, why say bepasin? Achi yarbe pasin me barilay. Bepasin, the Gemara understands, or Rabba understood. Means in the past, in what you have already. You have a dumod, you're gonna add in the past, bit passing. Bit means inside of it. Inside this guy, you're gonna extend it. Otherwise, take off the base and say, yar passin. Add pieces of wood right over here. Bit passing means you could also add it in the dumod itself. So you're, going, you're right, okay, great. Tani You want to start being medayik with the bays? Okay, drop the bays. That's your whole problem that says bays. No. Some people learned that what happened was different. Rabbi told Abaya, look, it says before in the Mishnah, you have to add bipasim. My love, the mapish va'avid, pshutim, loy, the marbid yumdin. Doesn't it mean? That he added just simple pieces of wood? No, it means that he added on the dumid itself. Since it says bi with the bays, that's a good rayon. A second question. They're all to Rabba. If there's a larger gap than 13 and a third, according to Rabbi Huda, by the way, I have, a, I have a question for everybody. It's a riddle. Where did we learn in this Masechta that Rabbi Yehuda says you could have a gap that's larger than 13 and a third? Rabbi Yehuda says, Mefurish, you like to have a certain case, a gap that's more than 13 and a third. Anybody remember? It's in this Masechta. It's only 18 daf, the whole Masechta. I'll remind you and then you're going to say, oh yeah, here, I have a picture of it. This is Rabbi Huda, that if you have two houses on both sides of Rosh Hashanah, all you have to do is put a Kari Mekan, a Kari Mekan. How wide is Rosh Hashanah? 16 Amma. 16 Amma is more than a 13 a- Look, look at the gap over here. Massive gap. The, 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 the Rashba, I think, brings this up, and he says that the difference is because there are two walls of the house, so that's very different than by us. Fine. But by us, there's only Dumdin, not there's no proper real walls, 
That's why the gap is limited to 13 and a third. Says the Gemara. So, you have more than 13 and a third in, in a gap. What should you do? Let review them out. What's the question? Explains Rashi. Do I put a piece of simple wood right over here, like this picture? One, one piece of wood over here in the middle. But the problem over here with this piece of wood is that you could say, will destroy this piece of wood. Because how big is this piece of wood? Amma. Look, look at the gap over here. You're talking about, you know, seven amas on both sides are going to eat it up. Or, so maybe you should just take that piece of wood, instead of putting it in the center, put it on your dumid. I learned in the Mishnah, how close is everything? How close can you get to the well? Two, two amas away from the well, you can put the dumid, and how far away? I feel So this is what we had all so we can fly through it. So, is in the Mishnah, how big could a, a Pasibirais be? Even a Kur, Kuraim. Review the Oimer, base, Sosaim, Mutor. Now, a Kur, we said, is 30 Sa. Kuraim, 60 Sa. Kitzer, Review says, no, 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 no. It's limited to 2 Sa, which is 50 Amma by 100 Amma. Yosem, base, Sosaim, Osur, Omer, Leila, Review, and they told him, Yatamoida, Bedir, Vesaru, Muktzav, Chotzer, Afilu, Bats, Chameshes, Kurim. Well, if you have a barn, on your field to fertilize the field, this, mukta, your backyard, all these things that are they're, they're, they're for residents. Yes, you're, you're right, your cows are sleeping there, but Rashi says the shepherds also sleep there. It's for human beings. Don't you agree? And a well should also be for human beings. It's for residency. It should be chameshis kurim, 100, afilu basasar kurim, 300 times what you're saying. Afilu basasar kurim shemutu, omer lehen, zumechitza, ve'ilu pasa. No, you can't. Why? Because we're talking about Pasi Birois. And over there, when you make a fence for your barn, that is not Pasim. That's, that, that's, that's a real Mechitza. And you, can't, you can't confuse the two. Don't bring me Raya that you do a whole real Mechitza with strings, not strings, whatever, but it's different than Pasi Birois. Says the Gemara, but if you're extending the Dumdin, you're making them very big. So let's say, think about it. Let's say you have a hundred amma wall. It's, 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 it's two saw, according to, to review. That's 50 by 100, 200 feet long. The only gap you could have is 13 and a third. So that means you have 86 feet, let's say, of wall and 13 and a third gap. That's the only gap you're allowed to have, one gap. So you have a tremendous wall. So why would he call that pasim? That's a mechitza. That's a legit mechitza. Mechitza. 86 feet and a tiny little gap of 13. That's a mechitza. Why is he saying that it's pasim? Do mechitza me barle. Says you are no, not a good rai. Hoch kama zutaris mechitza aleu upirtsesei abeeser. Veilu taris pasim aleim upirtsesei b'shloishes riyamu shlish. There's a big difference. You admit to me that the gap is 13 and a third. Oh, that's already another alacha. All through the Masech that we said, the, the most you can have in a gap is 10. So why all of a sudden over here could you have 13 and a third? Because a special dispensation that we made for possibly arise, because there's a well in the middle of Shisraim, and we need, we need to feed our animals. I don't care how big your wall is, 86 Amma. The point is they have a gap of 13.3. That's not a mechitza. That's already a halach of possibly arise. It's a special kula of possibly arise. 
That's what he's trying to say. Another question. So back in the day, Shmuel Eloat uh, gave me the Lashen. It's the rise to run. I think that's what he said. The rise to run. So, if you have 10 Tfachim high, but the rise, it got there, it got the 10 Tfachim over a 4 Amma length. It wasn't up to here, but it took it only 4 Ammas to get there. Now what do I want to do? I just made a black mark here to show I'm trying to carve out of this mound a theoretical L-shaped bracket. An imaginary L-shaped bracket. It's all in my imagination. Can I do that? It has the material over there. If I just carve, 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 I'll get an L-shaped bracket. Could I do that? Could I make a, a dumit out of it? We learned this. If there is a square stone, one of the yumdim is square, so what do I do? Ryan, I pretend. If I chop it out, and I, I, I show over here with a, a red, I made it a red. If I could take out the red, what am I left with? A L-shape. So great. If the L-shape is one by one ammo, we're good. In other words, what does the Tanakhama say? If it was a circle, you can't do that. Only if it's a square, I take out a one, ch- I chop out the center and I make an L shaped bracket, bracket out of it. Says the Gemara, but if it's round, I could also do it. You can do it also for a round. Says the Gemara, one man says, I could only do one imaginary cut. So I cut out the center of a square and I make it an L-shaped bracket. So I made a nice picture here. Judah came to visit me last night to tell me about his wife's birthday. Everybody happy birthday to his wife. But if you look, I just took their well and I, I enlarged what I did over here. You see the blue and you see the red? Those are two chaykikim. That you can't do according to one man Because in order to take a circle and make it an L-shaped bracket, first I have to chop off the blue, and then I have to chop off the red. That's a double chaykikin. Where a square, you only have to do one chaykikin. No, that's a circle, sorry. Square. Square, I just take out the red part, and I'm done. I have an L-shaped bracket. All right, Rabbi Isai, tomorrow night... Shear is at 9.15. Sunday, we're going to try to start Shear a little bit earlier. Maybe like three minutes earlier than usual instead of 7.15, 7.12. So you get through the emails a little quicker. Have a little bit more time for the Torah portion. We don't have to rush through Ahmed Bayes as usual. So if you don't like emails, just join us at 7.15 and everything will be good. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. Shir Hamalois. Shir Hamalois.
Reboisai, I want you all to encourage Shimon Soloway. I see him here for the first time in a long time. Give him chizok that he should join us and continue to join us. Sorry, Shimon, I had to do that to you. Where is he? That's Akiva's. It's Akiva's dad. He's always there. Really? I never see him. Oh, he's edited out. I see some funny, yeah, I saw in the video, you're saying the video for the scene, I saw him edited, he came in and out on his son's video. Yeah. That I did see, yeah. There's someone that does some technical stuff there every day. How you doing, Reb Shimon? How you doing? I want to tell you Lush and Hara about Akiva. Two nights ago, it was so cute. Akiva, he was in the, uh, he, saw, he, he watched the shear in the morning, and at night he came on the shear again, but this time... He was, in a, he was lying down in bed. He was already knocked out. It's already 10 o'clock. So you know like some kids, they sneak the movies in at night. He sneaks the Dafi at night. When you don't know, he goes into his bed and he watches Dafi Yoyimi. So you just know about your son. Big, big tzaddik, Akiva. It's amazing. you give us chizok. So, Beit Hashem will see you more often. Simon on his bike. Simon calling Yishkoyach. Who? Paul Hamburger as well. Oh, Shalom Aleichem, Paul Hamburger. Shalom Aleichem. By the way, Simon, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I don't know if you could say that, but I'm off of bread now for a few days, and there's a huge reduction. Huge. Not in weight. Not in weight. In the voice. I hope, I, I want to see if that's, if that's the problem. Who knows? Yeah. My, the, my wife's name is on the bottom of a Yud Testament Arab, so it's like, uh, it was like an interesting thing that. Oh, Rivka. Rivka, Nichnes Vyotes. Very good. Wow. It's a Segula that when you, when, you, so, when you sponsor Ali Shear, that you get your name in the dock. But it's not just that. Listen, Judah, listen to this. It's Rivka, Nichneses, Rivka Yotes. Rivka is going in, she's done with the first 50, and now she's coming out, she's, put, she's coming out with the new 50. That's what it says here. Rivka nichneses v'rivka yaitzis. It's going to be a whole new Rivka, you're going to see. It's uh, the better version. You, you got the better version in your wife now. Oh, Rabdo Farkas from Melbourne, Australia. Ah, ah. You know, I don't know if you know Dove. Listen to this, Dove. You should know that you made it to the Ellie's Classics or something. Like on the app, 
they, they brought just a very few uh, videos. Sorry, Judah, yours didn't make it. Dove Farkish made it. <laughs>